0: You're tuned in to another episode of Candid Crypto. Liam is back. yeah, Back in action. Um, Michael discussed some crazy crypto stories from last week. And coincidentally, at the same time, crypto went crazy itself. We saw a big dive in markets across the board. And a lot of uh, valuable cryptocurrencies went down by 50% or more. Which
1: it was absolutely oh, crazy was, what, that. and just shows you that i mean crypto i mean and we all know it cryptocurrencies can be extremely volatile it's just the part of the it.
0: game so with those uh with that being said there is a lot of attention toward something that is the exact opposite something that you might consider stable they go by the name of stable coins <laughs> and they remain pegged to the value of the u s dollar in a one to one ratio, so one stable coin equals one u s dollar
1: so stable coins are cryptocurrencies without the volatility, so especially in a past week that we just experienced, you know stable coins are very attractive yeah I would feel yeah, like. I'm sure uh
0: there are a lot of people who wish they had converted their cryptocurrency into stable coins so they could have kept their uh, returns prior to the prior to the downturn.
1: Yeah, and really, stablecoins they share a lot of the same powers as ether, but the value is steady and but they utilize things like smart contracts and a few other, um, a few other. Techniques that make it more like a tra- traditional yeah. currency. Why
0: might someone want to use a stable coin, uh, beside keeping their cryptocurrency gains? Is there appeal for stable
1: coins, you know, in other applications? Uh, there definitely are. I mean, I think it's important. I mean, a lot of people use stable coins, so you know, at an all time high, if they don't necessarily want to withdraw their money, they can. Uh, convert their bitcoin or whatever ether into a stable coin they can hold on to that for a while you know the value of your stable coin is not going to fluctuate too much and then when you feel prepared or you want to uh, put it into a DeFi app or something else you can then do that without taking out your money having that uh, capital gains tax so why do people trust whatever. these
0: things in the first place what what gives them value
1: Yeah, so the, I mean, we, you mentioned it a little bit, but the stable coins itself are backed by either, there's four types of backing to make these stable coins reliable. They are either backed by fiat, so US dollar, the euro, yen, whatever, any any uh, national currency, There you can probably find a stable coin that is backed by one of those fiat dollars. They can also be backed by crypto. So um, instead of being one-for-one one with a U.S. dollar or something, your, your stablecoin is backed by maybe $2 worth of Ether or $2 worth of BAT. It, it just depends. But there is that collateral that, that makes that money there. The whole point about stablecoins is they're liquid because – they're steady? I, I don't know. How would you describe Dai it? DAI is a stablecoin whose
0: value is backed by Ethereum. So Ethereum has to remain at a certain market value in order for DAI to actually work properly and to remain one-to-one with the U.S. dollar. There's a lot of uh, different stablecoins to choose from, the most prominent being Tether, U-S-D-T. However, if you read about Tether on Reddit or on Twitter... there's an entire crowd of people saying that Tether cannot prove its solvency. One of the first things you see when you go to Tether's website is their proof of solvency. Um, Now, whether you take them at their word and the three-page PDF they present um, as truthful is ultimately up to, I suppose, the person purchasing Tether, but Tether seems to work for a decent amount of individuals and the market... The amount that's traded in 24 hours is bonkers. I mean, yesterday I saw that. Yesterday it's I saw that it crazy. was so the amount of tether traded was about 230 billion dollars, and today it's 201 billion with a market cap of 61.1 billion tethers. The proof of solvency on the tether website shows that they have a little over two billion dollars in the bank, but their market cap is 61 billion.
1: And they're saying, you know, because it's a stable coin, they're saying that their entire market cap, $61 billion, is 100% backed with $61 billion worth of So if you cash.
0: are listening to this and you have a different perspective on why Tether might have proved its solvency with $2.5 billion, yet has a market cap of $60 billion, please get in touch with us, candidcryptopodcast.com. Send us an email. Shoot us a tweet. We read this stuff. We want to know, dear viewers, why might Tether be traded in the tens, if not hundreds of billions of dollars worth, but only have two and a half billion dollars as proof of solvency on their website?
1: Yeah. And Liam, I honestly think some of it is kind of crypto conspiracy. Like people just want them. They just want crypto to fail. A lot of people want crypto to fail. A lot of people want crypto to succeed. We're definitely the latter, but I, I think they have it but I will say when it comes to the media and the public, Tether as an organization has not, in my mind a hundred percent proven their no. solvency. And then when we and when we talk about tether or if you've heard the uh, stablecoin USDC, which is a coinbase stablecoin, It's important to know that these fiat-backed stablecoins are uh, backed by a centralized, and they're distributed by a centralized institution, which a lot of people view that as a con, these fiat-backed stablecoins. It's a trade-off, but
0: the crypto-backed stablecoins have their own associated set of risks. No,
1: absolutely. You need to make sure... You're, you're The collateral of a crypto-backed one is more than just a one-to-one. It's typically a two-to-one, or I don't actually know all the stats, but it's more.
0: Yeah, so, so there's a term in that space that's used called the LTV, or the loan-to-value ratio. To make a long story short, let's say you want to take out a $1,000 loan. You're probably going to put up $3,000 in crypto. Crypto is that volatile. It can drop that much. The loan to value ratio is typically uh, has to stay at a level of about 66%, give or take, in order to remain uh, solvents to most platforms. Yeah.
1: And I do want to speak to two of the more rare, uh, rarer stablecoins. And it's over stablecoins that are backed by precious metals. So it is cool. There are different stablecoins backed by. Gold or silver, which I just think it's cool. It's not only fiat. It's not only crypto. You can actually back it with anything of value. And then the last one that we didn't mention, and we can't go into depth with it because it's not as common and it's a little bit more technical, but algorithmic backed stable coins. Um, These stable coins aren't backed by any other asset. Instead, an algorithm... Will set tokens um, if the price falls below a desired value, and the supply of the tokens uh, if the value goes beyond a desired value. So I do think that's kind of cool. It's it's basically watching the circulation and the supply and adjusting the value based on the supply and demand, which I just think it's cool. It's it's automated and algorithmic. So.
0: Yep. Yep, they're a fantastic instrument for DeFi. And practically speaking, if you are interested in obtaining stable coins, you can usually do them through your through your favorite exchange. Look for something like USDC or USDT. Well, maybe not USDT. Um, on and on and on. Dai as well. I know, like Gemini um,
1: even has its own stable coin. Is that yeah.
0: Indeed, GUSD. Yeah. So. That's the lowdown for stablecoins. They're a little bit of a gimmick currently. It's not like you can pick up stablecoins and go to the store. But we're seeing them being used in DeFi and I think they'll become increasingly prevalent in our lives as we shift toward a new digital age. Powered by blockchain. Thank you so much for tuning in to Candid Crypto this week. Uh, Michael and I are thrilled to be Uh, making these episodes and to be interacting with our viewers. It's been awesome. We've really enjoyed it so far. Please check out our website, candidcryptopodcast.com. We're constantly rolling out new content. And I'm going to get the playground started soon, the crypto (laughs) playground. You'll be able to go on there and see the random tokens and non-fungible tokens that um, I'm building out. So they'll be all Candid Crypto related some fun stuff. We're basically just trying, we're basically here to learn. And uh, Michael and I feel really strongly that we can learn with other people and build a community of learners and people who are enthusiastic about figuring out what blockchain is. And we
1: just, we don't want to just make episodes over blockchain. I mean, there's enough articles and podcasts about that, but it would be cool to have a space where we can engage with each other as a small community and really, You know, just figure it like you said, just figure out how to do some of these things, how to make an NFT, how to make our own candid crypto coin one day. I don't know. It'll be interesting. Candid crypto coin coming
0: to you soon. All right, ladies and gentlemen, take care and have a fantastic day or night.